Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw US equities rebounding after brokers restricted activity in stocks which had been the subject of short squeezes recently. The S&P 500 is currently up 2% with bond yields and risk-sensitive currencies uh, following suit. The uh, US dollar index in currency land is down 0.2% on the day, the US dollar being a defensive currency, of course, uh, with the Aussie dollar bouncing overnight off 75.92. Now, that was a one-month low, and it bounced up to 76.89. Kiwi, similar story, bouncing off 71.06 up to 71.88. And the Aussie Kiwi Cross uh, nudged slightly lower, continuing its uh, decline to 1.0673 before steadying uh, closer to 1.07. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield nudged a basis point higher to 0.12%, while the 10-year yield rose from 099 to 1.07%. Commodities, uh, fairly small moves for the most part in the majors, except for iron ore, which fell a sharp 5.7% down to $156, one of the bigger falls we've seen lately, and it comes off a very, very high level indeed. Uh, Indeed, the Westpac uh, forecast for iron ore over the next few months is closer to around $130, so uh, giving off some of its steam, uh, finally iron ore. Now, a bit more detail on uh, some of the main events from overnight and data. Uh, Firstly, the um, GameStop short squeeze news. So we had news that stockbrokers such as Robinhood Markets and Directive Brokers and others curbed trading in stocks which were recently affected by these large-scale short squeezes. Uh, For example, Robinhood stopped facilitating new options positions in GameStop, AMC and BlackBerry stocks, among others. Uh, and uh, that seemed to put a calm to markets, and uh, we did get that rebound. Among the data releases, uh, the attention was on US GDP for the fourth quarter of last year. It rose 4% on an annualised basis. That compares to uh, the previous um, surge of 33%, and it was pretty close to expectations. We also had new home sales. They rebounded but by less than expected. We had Kansas Fed Manufacturing Survey, which was uh, pretty solid and leaves a mixed picture from the whole collection of these Fed surveys. And we had wholesale inventories, which was uh, a bit disappointing, um, rising only 0.1% for the month of December. The weekly initial jobless claims data, uh, that was better than expected. So uh, the weekly data and the continuing claims are both uh, lower than expected. And finally, the German CPI inflation in January, higher than expected uh, due to some sales tax changes and emissions charges. Now, on the day, what are we looking forward to that could be market moving? Uh, no top-tier data uh, anywhere. Uh, in Australia, though, we'll be keeping an eye on private sector credit, uh, expected to grow just 0.1% uh, for the month of December. In New Zealand, we'll get the ANZ Consumer Confidence Survey, uh, sentiment has been firming uh, of late, or can, has continued to firm, and uh, we'll also get uh, an employment indicator for the month of January. This could show a bit of weakness given the uh, lack of summer tourists. In the US, the main event there will be the personal income and personal spending report, 
And drilling into that, uh, financial markets like to hone in on the core PCE deflator measure. Now that's the measure that the Fed uses uh, for its inflation target. The target's 2%. Um, we're expecting a fairly muted read uh, of uh, a rise of just 0.1% for the month of December. And uh, that'll take the annual pace down from 1.4 to 1.3%. So still quite away from its uh, Fed target. Uh, and on Sunday, we'll get uh, some data from China, manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs, uh, which we'll be looking forward to keep an update. Uh, China's enjoyed a very, very sharp uh, rebound economically from the um, depths of COVID. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.